This is the Engineering Career Coach Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to helping engineers succeed in work and life. The show is hosted by engineering enthusiast Anthony Fasano and Chris Knutson. Both are professional engineers who found success early in their careers and now work together to help other engineers do the same. Now it's showtime. Hello, this is Anthony Fasano, and this is the show for engineers and technical professionals who want to succeed in both work and life. In today's episode, I'm going to answer some more questions from our listeners about some career challenges that they're facing and choices that they have to make. But before I do that, recently on our podcast, we've been able to hook some engineers up with jobs, which I know is pretty amazing. And therefore, I want to mention a few jobs that we've become aware of that I want to share with our listeners. And if you're interested in one of these jobs, please send me a resume at anthony at engineeringcareercoach.com and make it clear in the subject line that you're interested in one of the positions. Both of these positions are in Texas. One is a civil engineering designer with at least three years of experience with AutoCAD Civil 3D. You must be proficient in preparing drawings in Civil 3D, be able to work with minimal supervision, and also be able to discuss the progress of your plans with project and client managers within the firm. Again, that's three years of experience with AutoCAD Civil 3D. There's another one that is a project manager role also in civil engineering where land development experience is required. It's required that you previously worked with the city of Austin. The responsibilities will include overseeing the preparation of site plans, grading plans, drainage plans, drainage maps, utility plans, traffic control plans, and other plans that will assemble as part of civil projects. You'll also be responsible for obtaining necessary permits, site development, subdivision permits, Texas DOT, and TCEQ permits. It's very important that you do have previous civil land development design in the city of Austin for this, but again, it's a project manager role in civil engineering. You'll also have to do some work on budget monitoring and trend tracking and participating in client and contractor meetings. So if you are interested in either one of those positions, please email me at anthony at engineeringcareercoach.com. Send me a resume, make it clear in the subject that you're interested in those jobs. And if you want to check out the details, we'll post them on the show notes of the show at engineeringcareercoach.com forward slash 134. That's the numbers 134. All right, now let me give you a quote related to today's topic to bring us into the show. And basically the quotes I choose for these Q&A episodes reflect kind of the general theme of the questions to be answered. And the quote for this one is from Herbert Simone that says, the choices we make lead up to actual experiences. It's one thing to decide to climb a mountain. It is quite another to be on top of it. All right, now we're going to jump into our main segment of the show and answer some listener questions. The first one is from Tillahoon in California. He's a recent graduate, and he says, I graduated in civil engineering from San Francisco State University in May of 2014. Since then, I have not been able to find a paid job opportunity. However, I am volunteering in the California Department of Transportation, Caltrans, as a project assistant. I am getting experience in building my technical skills. I really need to get a paid job to support my family. I am getting confused with my current situation. I don't understand why I can't find a paid job. I really do need some help to overcome this challenging situation. I appreciate your valuable time 
in helping me with this challenge. All right, Tillahoon, here's what I would say, and I know you through you being a member of our community, the Engineering Mastermind, so I know what you've been dealing with. But what I would do is I would focus on reaching out to companies that work with Caltrans, companies that submit plans, projects, and drawings to Caltrans. Because the value that you're building is that you understand how the organization works. You understand the way they like to go through procedures and processes. You understand how they want plans and specifications to look. That's a currency. That's value that you've built up. Even though you haven't been getting paid for it, you're still creating some kind of value there. And you need to leverage that value and that experience. And so your resume should be very much geared towards that and should very much leverage those skills that you've built up. And I would take a very methodical approach to contacting every single possible company that you've ever known to work with Caltrans and write a letter expressing the understanding of the organization that you've built up over the past few years, the skills you've built up on these types of projects, and ask them to consider you for a position, even if they don't have a specific position open. That's the one thing that all of our listeners need to remember. Every situation that you go through you're most likely building up some kind of currency or value. You just have to understand what it is. It may not come in the form of money all the time. It may come in the form of something else. So it's your responsibility to identify the value that you've been able to accumulate and how you can leverage it. I hope that's helpful to you, Tilahun, and I'll catch up with you in our forum on the Engineering Mastermind. The next one is from Al in Canada, Young Engineer. I'm an electrical engineer with 11 years experience. I'm an associate in our firm and I've been for four years. I always try to bring in and follow the tips you provide. The clients I work with always come back because they like to work with us, but they always contact my supervisor, which is our VP, instead of calling me directly. Is there something I can do to let them know they can come to me for projects? I'm expected to bring in more work. I would appreciate your help on what I can do to get our clients to call me instead of my supervisor. Thank you. All right, Al, listen, this is probably a challenge that many engineers face. In fact, I know it is because I've gotten messages from other engineers with this challenge. So a couple of recommendations for you is to tell your clients to reach out to you and do so in a way that you're assuring them that it's okay to contact you directly. And you could even talk to your boss about this, and I would recommend it. You could say to your boss, like, listen, I feel like I'm doing my best to keep our clients happy, and they are happy, and they're coming back for work. Are you okay with me asking them to contact me directly for new leads and see what he or she says about that? Also, assure the client that it's okay to do that because they may be thinking that they don't want to upset your supervisor by coming to you directly. So just assure them that, you know, you're ready, willing, and able to take on their questions about new business and help them to get going on those projects. The other thing you can do is, as another way to do it, the approach that I always took as an engineer, is to be super responsive and proactive with people. I call them every so often, ask them if they got any projects coming up that I can look into for them, if we, even if we got to do some free due diligence work. If they call you, you get right back to them. You kind of prioritize them above a lot of other things. And doing these things, out sends them a message that you're the person to go to. And they become so comfortable with you and so happy with you that they really only want to talk to you. So those are just a couple of recommendations that I would make. It's about stellar, stellar service, responsiveness, being proactive, and having the conversation and assuring them that you're the best person to reach out to in your organization. Next one is from Abhishek in India. 
Recent grad, I've completed my engineering degree in mechanical engineering. I wanted to know what to do after school to get a job in one of the top mechanical engineering companies. Is there a specific course or experience I should take? Unfortunately, Abhishek, I hate to tell you this, but if you're thinking about how you can get a job with a top engineering company after you've completed your degree, you're too late. Cut and dry, you're just too late. I hope that doesn't upset you, but it's the truth. If you want to get a job with a top engineering company, you should be doing things while you're in school, like getting an internship with a top engineering company, volunteering, taking different kinds of computer-aided classes, like maybe AutoCAD. You heard the job descriptions we gave at the beginning of the show heavily reliant on computer programming. You need to build up your skill sets so that when the time comes, you already have them. And this goes for everybody in your career. Be proactive. Don't say, I want to get a job here. I'm ready for it. What should I do? Well, you should have been doing stuff a long time ago. That's why I selected the quote I did for today is it's one thing to want to climb a mountain. It's another thing to be there. You've got to prepare yourself to get yourself to the top. So for Abhishek, you haven't taken action, then you need to start doing it immediately. But for all you out there, be thinking ahead in your career a couple of years and plan accordingly. Understand the big things you can do now to set yourself up for future successes. The next question I have before we jump into our take action segment is from Dan in Dallas, Texas, a young engineering professional. I'm having trouble finding my career path. I am at a job that I am not satisfied with. I am looking into one of three options. The options are to try to change positions into an HVAC design engineer in my current company. Join a different company as an HVAC design engineer that I have been in contact with. Or try to find a design position through a recruiter slash job board. Ideally, I'd really enjoy a design position either in the HVAC field or other. The main issue is my experience is all in the HVAC field. Any advice or comments would help. Well, Dan, the biggest piece of advice I can give you is that you need to get clear on what you want. That's number one. You talk about maybe an HVAC design engineer or maybe in another field. And listen, it's okay to be open to one or the other, but if you want to position yourself for a position, you've got to be clear in your documentation on what you want. So if you're going to submit for an HVAC job, the resume has got to be catered to that. If you're going to do something else, you got to decide what else you want to do and put your resume in that light. No one's going to hire someone that's going to say, I want to do this or this, or they might, but it's better off at giving them a concrete goals for yourself or telling them like, this is what I'm good at and this is how I can help you. So Dan, I can't obviously give you advice on which one to pick. That's going to be up to you. But what I would recommend is in your job outreach efforts, and this goes for everybody, you need to be very clear to every position you apply for why you're going to be capable of helping them in that position. I don't care if there's three different jobs you're being willing to accept. You can't say that in your outreach. You've got to only focus on the job you're reaching out for. And I hope that that's helpful for you, Dan. As I said earlier, the show notes for today's show are going to be at engineeringcareercoach.com forward slash 134. Those are the numbers 134. What we're going to do now is I'm going to jump into our Take Action Today segment of the show and answer one more question to wrap this one up. All right, now it's time for our Take Action Today segment of the show. I am going to answer one more question, as I said. However, I want to remind you that I mentioned two job openings that we've been turned on to at the beginning of the show. 
And if you're interested, you can email me at anthony at engineeringcareercoach.com. One of them is a civil engineering designer with at least three years of experience with AutoCAD Civil 3D. This job's in Texas. You must be proficient in preparing drawings in Civil 3D, be able to work with minimal supervision, and also be able to discuss your drawings with project and client managers within the firm, discussing progress and other design concerns you might have. Second position is for a project manager role in civil engineering. It's required to have land development experience in the city of Austin, Texas. The job includes overseeing the preparation of site plans, grading plans, drainage plans and maps, utility plans, traffic control plans, and similar plan sheets by the civil engineering design team. You'll also be responsible for obtaining the necessary permits needed, site development, subdivision, Texas DOT, and TCEQ permits. Email me a resume at anthony at engineeringcareercoach.com and make it clear on the subject that you're interested in one of the positions from the podcast. All right, our last question to wrap up this episode is from Munir in Dali City. My name is Munir. I graduated electrical engineering in Turkey, and I also worked for one and a half years as a site engineer. My question is, how can I pass the FE exam even if I didn't take lessons which are included in the FE exam? Thank you for helping us. All right, Munir, this is probably something that many engineers deal with, whether it's the FE or not. I had to take the lead exam without having done any lead work. So my first recommendation is to take a course. If you know anything about the podcast, you know that uh, PPI is a big sponsor and supporter of the Engineering Career Coach, and they have the premier programs for FE Review. If you go to engineeringcareercoach.com, there's a banner on the right side with a discount code that you can go to and get a course through them. They're online. They're easy to take. But the bottom line is, is that if you've identified that an FE or any other credential, quite frankly, is helpful for you in your career, then you've just got to get it done. I mean, understand what's involved, buy a book and study it. It's the only way to do it. I mean, if you have to relearn things that you didn't learn, like equations and theories, you got to do it. We're talking about getting to the top of the mountain. And if you want to get there, there's going to be some paths that are filled with rattlesnakes and other kinds of challenges that you've got to get around or overcome. You can't stop if you don't know something. Your brain's too complex for that. So I understand the challenge here. You may have to learn a lot of different things, but at the end of the day, if you do that, you're going to set yourself up for success. And that's just the bottom line. I hope you enjoyed the episode today. I'd love to hear your feedback, comments, and or questions. Go to engineeringcareercoach.com forward slash 134. Those are the numbers 134. Well, you will find a summary of the key points discussed in today's episode, as well as links to any of the resources, websites, or books mentioned during the episode. You can leave a question in the comments section or visit the Ask Us tab on the website. We monitor all comments and will respond if you leave us one. And I didn't really mention specific books, but I always like to mention the 80-20 books by Richard Koch. They're going to help you understand what is important to achieving your goals so you can focus on them. The big things and a good inspirational book, because it seems like some of you are facing challenges of things you maybe think you can't accomplish, is to read some Tony Robbins. Awaken the Giant Within is a really good book that I would recommend. Again, these books are going to get you motivated and give you the tools to inspire yourself to try to succeed. Till next time, this is Anthony Fasano from the Engineering Career Coach, and I'm wishing you the best in continuing to engineer your own success. Thank you for listening to the Engineering Career Coach podcast. Be sure to visit engineeringcareercoach.com where you can find all past episodes and also download a free three-part video series created specifically for engineers to help you best utilize LinkedIn for networking, improve your communication and speaking skills, and also to help develop your leadership abilities.
Now is the time to engineer your own success.